today is Veterans Day. You know, and, and, and one of the things that I think sometimes we really take for granted, I mean, I don't think we forget, okay? I don't think we ever forget, but I think sometimes we take for granted the kind of liberty that God's provided for us in this nation, you know, the, the, the principles that, that we are allowed to stand for and to be in our country, and, and then to realize that we live in one of those communities. This is the second uh, congregation I've pastored where I've lived in a military community. I was just outside the gates of uh, Edgewood Arsenal up in Maryland when I pastored up there. And so we had a lot of retired guys up there and a lot of, uh, you know, the, the military presence up there. And so it, it, it was a blessing to me. So when I came here 13 years ago outside the gates of Campbell June, I was like, Psh, man, I, th- I feel like I'm back home again, you know. So, But I, I, I want us to just stop and, and really acknowledge in our own hearts and minds the gratitude that we need to have uh, in this nation, and particularly for those who who surrender their lives. And, and I mean, by surrender, I mean they put themselves in a place to serve each one of us. When I think of Memorial Day and Veterans Day both, I think about the fact that... Um, you know what? People are doing what I can't do. Uh, they, they're offering their own lives in a lot of cases for us. And so uh, I just want us to take a minute and pray and thank those who are veterans, thank those who uh, have served me. I just make it very very specific. Yeah, they serve our country. Yeah, they serve our nation and our government, and all, but they serve me. And I want us to stop and pray as we think about that. All righty. Father, thank you for today and and that, God, we can stop and acknowledge that uh, we are blessed. We are so very blessed. And, God, particularly in this community when so many families are part of the military uh, structure and community and and their families are so impacted by by deployments and things that are going on around the world. And, And, God, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful to them and for them. And God, I just pray for your blessing in their lives and in their homes and in their families. And and how right now, God, we have several that are deployed. They're over somewhere else. And so their families are here. So God, help us to be their family. God, help us to love people around us all the time. God, I thank you for this nation we live in. God, I thank you that, that, God, we get to come and worship and we get to, we get to talk about what your word says without fear, without, without any threat. So God, help us to stand up for your word. Help us to, to, to greet those around us with thanksgiving and gratitude and let those in our community know that we are so thankful that they give of themselves, that they have given themselves. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. We are in Acts 3. All right, so we've, we, we, we got through the prophets in the Old Testament, and, and we made it through through the Gospels now. And, uh, and I know it was just bam, 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 four of them, and that's about it. But now we're in Acts, and, and so we start with Acts 3, and, and, and the message is still called God Said It because God speaks. God has spoken outside of time, into time, into the nothingness, and, and, and verbalized and created everything that we see in creation just by the word of his mouth. God said, let there be, and there was. Uh, We have the written word of God, which is the Bible. I believe it all, Genesis to Revelation. I believe uh, there are those out there say there are contradictions or there are problems, and I go, if there's a problem with the Bible, it's your problem, not the Bible's problem. You know, Bible says what it says. God has communicated with us, and we need to pay attention to it, right? Then we have the living word of God, which is Jesus himself, came and, and dwelt among us. 
He was crucified. He was buried. He rose again on the third day that we might have life. We might have it abundantly. And so I, I, I love that, that we can live, not just, not just understand, not just read, not just, just, just sort of uh, accept. We can live with confidence in what God has said to us. It's just that we need to pay attention. We, we need to obey. You know, I mean, I, I can remember as a kid, if my dad, if mom said something, sometimes I might not always be listening. Well, that's a confession. And my little sister's watching right now. Hey, Melvin. Mom would say something. I go, yeah. Dad said something. It's like, yes, sir. Right? We need to pay attention to what God's saying to us. Y'all know I used to live right over there. I got to hear that at 8 o'clock every morning. So they may do more. Um, anyway, the title of the message today is just Opportunity Taken opportunity today's a normal day y'all here we are yay guess what i could have predicted where some of you are sitting today i could have walked in here this morning and said yep and they're gonna be there 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 and it's all gonna happen just like it happened last week maybe the week before maybe the week before it's just a normal day so on Sundays, sometimes nick and some of the guys they'll ask me they'll say well what's the emphasis for today i said it's a normal day watch out for crippled people and they were like because that sounds really crass. That sounds kind of kind of harsh, doesn't it? It sounds like, all right, listen to the passage and you'll understand. Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was being carried there. He was placed each day at the temple gate called Beautiful so that he could beg from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Peter along with John looked straight at him and said look at us so he turned to them expecting to get something from them and Peter but Peter said I don't have silver or gold but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth get up and walk then taking him by the right hand he raised him up and at once his feet and ankles became strong so he jumped up and started to walk and he entered the temple with them walking leaping and praising God and all the people saw him walking and praising God and they recognized that he was the one that the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple so they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him just a normal day you better watch out for the crippled guy I'll tell you why in a minute. Let's pray. God, thank you so much again for your word and that we have it. And God, we can trust you. We can have a confidence in you and know, God, that, that you are on your throne. And no matter what happens in the world around us, no matter what the culture does around us, no matter what Things that we see that, that, that disturb us or that we disagree with, God, we can just stop and say that we know you, God. You have revealed yourself to us. So God, help us to pay attention. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. I preached on this story one time. And when I did, I'm walking out of the camera. I'm just warning you. I'm walking way back here. Uh, so I preached on this passage from, from Acts chapter 3 one time. I should get somebody to help me, but no, I won't do that. So anyway, so when I was getting ready to preach this message, I came in, I was going, 
like that. And everybody in church was going, right? I mean, think about it. Suppose we were all in here doing what we normally do on Sunday. We walk in, maybe, you know, Rayola says, good morning, welcome to the gathering, and hands us a bulletin, right? And, and, and so we take our little bulletin, maybe we got a cup of coffee, and we come in and we sit down where we typically by habit sit down, right? And then somebody, maybe we know them, maybe we've seen them, maybe we recognize them in some way, but they just come charging into place. Dancing around. Now, some things that's been going on in our world lately, you know, I know some guys in the room would have a problem with this. But anyway, so somebody just comes skipping in the door and just dancing around and stuff, and we'd be going, mm. don't get too close. You know, watch out for that guy. Something's going on. We, we saw that guy sitting out by the door. We saw that guy this week. You know, that, that is, you know, you know, you know, and, and I want you to pay Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. This was a regular thing. This was their pattern. Oh, man, I can't run like I used to. If I come in doing that, y'all know something's up. This is what they did. It was a normal day. They were going to the temple to pray. They come to the gate called Beautiful. One of the gates of the temple that was, I guess it was a good-looking gate because it was referred to as the Beautiful Gate. And there's a guy that sits there every day, and it says very specifically, lame from birth. So this guy had been a cripple from birth. And the way it describes his healing is that his 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 feet and, and ankles became strong, right? He started to walk, entered the temple with them, with Peter and John, walking, leaping, and praising God. So here you go. If somebody comes in praising God and you're just not about it, you better stay away from them. This is a normal day. Watch out for the cripple guy because he's allowed to bounce all over you. See what I mean? Here's what I want us to realize and take away from this thing. Uh, Peter and John are doing what they always do, but they noticed something. They were paying attention to what was going on. And so as they were approaching, they saw this guy. They, they've more than likely seen him before. They've more than likely been aware that this was a cripple guy outside the beautiful gate because it says that he was taken there every day. He was placed each day at the temple gate called Beautiful so that he could beg from those entering the temple. Peter and John were about to enter the temple. He asked for money. Right? It's normal. This is this. All right, so why is it called the Acts? A lot of people in some Bibles, it's called the Acts of the Apostles because we see what, for instance, in this text, Peter and John did, right? We'll keep following through Acts a little bit for the next couple of weeks, and, and we'll see what Peter and John do, what Paul does, what others do, Stephen does. As you read through this, you'll see what, what these Acts, quote, of the apostles. But really, this is not the Acts of the apostles. This, these are the Acts of God. 
in the life of the apostles, in the life of the body of Christ, in the life of the church. This is what God is doing in their midst. And this is kind of an incredible thing. I mean, it's just like, man, they, people going in to pray in the temple knew this guy sitting there at the gate. And, and so, so when he comes in running and leaping, this is a scene. See, so, so, so what is it that Peter and, and John are doing? Draws a crowd, doesn't it? Don't you think? All of a sudden they're going, that's the guy that's been crippled all his life. What happened? What changed? Who did it? Where did it come from? So some of you know yesterday we did the uh, the family fun day fall festival. Family fun fall festival. Free. Free was the other F. There were five Fs, I know. Free family fun fall festival yesterday. So we gave away hot dogs. There was cotton candy. There was popcorn. There was axe throwing. Except it was in little hatchets, you know. And bazooka ball. Y'all know what happened? It drew a crowd. Man, you stand up bounce houses and people show up. People with kids, but it was people, right? And, and I just told all our, our folks, I said, look, just look for the opportunity to talk about Jesus. God will create for you an opportunity just to have a conversation about Jesus. And so they gave me a mic because that's what they do. And so at 2.30, I got up and I was talking to them. I said, hey, people want to know who we are and what we're doing. I said, well, we get to come from the gathering. I said, Chapel by the Bay or Coastal Bay. They come from over there. I said, we come out here because we love the community. I said, what I want you to hear in that is that we love the community. That means we love you. We don't even know you and we love you. So enjoy a hot dog, Right. That's a sign of greatest love. Hot dogs. Not really. No, I just say, just, we love you. And we want to communicate our love for you. So when people ask, why do you love me? The, the answer to that is because Jesus loves you. God loved you first, so we love you. That's why we're out here. That's why we set up bounce houses. That's why we throw axes. Well, that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> See, my point is, is that we, we create and see God use these things for an opportunity to talk about Jesus. See, healing draws a crowd, man. You look about now they enter into Solomon's portico is what it was called, that, that great outer courtyard of the temple as they go in through the gate, beautiful, and, and people are already there because it's prayer time, and yet now we got this crazy man jumping around and cutting flips because he's never done that before in his life. He's never walked, and now he's walking, and he's leaping, and he's dancing around, and all the crowd comes around, and so Peter and John just stop. If you keep reading in there, you'll see where, where Peter preached in Solomon's portico colonnade, my Bible says, the idea that he starts to share the message, the story of Jesus. The opportunity. Healing draws a crowd. Guess what? Peter and John saw this. I, I, 
I think they're led of God. I think that as they stay aware of what God's doing, not only in the community around them, but in their own lives, that as they're approaching the temple for prayer time and this guy's praying, they say, you know, let's do something so this guy can go pray with us. Right? So now all of a sudden we've we've created this scene. And so 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 this crowd gathers, and what does Peter do? Peter starts talking about Jesus. See, I think that we just go through our lives just like it's a normal day. We encounter people, we have opportunity. Do we take it? Ah, Let's back up a step. Do we see the opportunity to talk about Jesus? Do you notice it? Do you realize that God doesn't put you anywhere? That he doesn't intend for you to be the salt and light he called you to be? There's a couple going to be coming back to the gathering. They've been gone for years and I ran into them in the Walmart parking lot and it was a cool little get. He opened up his cooler and showed me a cooler full of spots. Uh, he said, "You like fish?" I said, "Not like that." <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about fishing. Sorry. I said, "You know," I said, "I like the way McDonald's does it. It's in a square and on a bun." He said, "That ain't fish." I said, "You're right, but I ain't eating that either." <laughs> anyway. Now, some of you will know Benny and Karen Brown, so they're going to be back around a little more than you have been in recent years. But uh standing there talking, and, and, and all of a sudden, Benny says to me, he said, Bobby, he said, just pray for me. My back's really bothering me. And I was like, okay. And y'all know you've heard other people say this. Man, if somebody asks you to pray for them, stop and pray. Stop and pray right there where they are. So here we are in the handicap section because Benny's got a bad back. <laughs> right in front of the doors of the Walmart, right? And so um so 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 I Karen's still in the car. She she makes Benny and his bad back walk in the shop, so no, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> anyway, my point is is that we stopped right there and prayed right there in front of the Walmart. We were all bowed. We were all praying. Praying for somebody else too. There was another prayer request that came up at the time that we were praying and and as we were getting ready to go, I said, Well, I said I'm glad we ran into each other. And Benny made a comment. He said, I'm glad we prayed because that's a witness. See? Um, we were getting ready for the family fun day free fall fest hot dog meeting. And uh, Nathan, the pastor over at, over at the chapel over there, he and I met out there to talk about the layout and the electricity and all that sort of thing. And, and about three times, a police officer, a friend of mine, Passed by about three, he went back and forth about three times. So I guess the next time he came by, he decided to stop. So Nathan and I are standing there, and he and and and, and Tim goes, well, is this y'all's property? I'm like, well, this is their property, not mine. So we're going to do a big fun day out here. See, it's on the sign over there. See that? Bring your kids out. Y'all come hang out with us. Nathan started asking about his faith and Jesus and all that sort of thing. And uh, I said, so right there with, with, with the police officer there, I said, all right, we need to pray. So we huddled up there, and, and police officers joined us. So we stand there praying together. And, uh, and, and while we were standing there praying, right, then we quit praying, and Nathan and I are still standing there, and, t- and the police officer leaves, and this car stops in the road. 
and beeps the horn. Said, I saw y'all praying. Thank you. I looked. I said, did you know her? He said, no, did you? I was like, no. <laughs> right? See, here's what I'm saying is, you can be going through a normal day, and God said right in front of you, an opportunity for the kingdom. The reason I mentioned Karen, she's the one that came up here one day and said, Pastor Bobby, I got this opportunity for a job down in Wilmington. Will you pray that I get this job? And I said, no. She went, well, why not? I said, because I don't know if that's where God wants you. I said, here's what I'll pray. I'll pray that God puts you where he wants you for his kingdom's sake. See that? You're not anywhere you are apart from the fact that God put you there for his kingdom's sake. Neighborhood, workplace, friend group, hobby section. And you hear me all the time saying the line at the grocery store. When you can give the word of God, when the crowd around you gets the word of God, the word of God makes a difference. The word of God changes people's lives. And we've got to live it. We've got to proclaim it. You know, preaching Jesus changes people's lives. See? And, and, and guess what? This is the thing that, that God in all of his grand design and wisdom knew. Preachers can't always be the only ones preaching. We have to be preaching it. All of us, wherever we are, we've got to be sharing Jesus with people. I wrote it. I think it was this morning's thing. Guess what? You know what the answer to all the world's problems used to be? Jesus. You know what the answer to all the world's problems today is? Jesus. You know what the answer to all the world's problems tomorrow is? Jesus. So we need to be talking about Jesus all the time. Right? You know what? It'd be really easy for us to hang out in the hallways and talk about football, wouldn't it? A little difficult topic. It'd be really easy for us to stand in the hallways and talk about politics, wouldn't it? No, that would not be easy at all. But for us as believers, it should be particularly easy to stand around and talk about our Savior. To just talk about Jesus. There's an old, old quartet song. Let's talk about Jesus. The King of Kings is He. The Lord. I wasn't planning to sing for y'all this morning. But you understand the point. Right? Opportunity taken. Living it. Talking about it. Preaching Jesus. And God changes lives. Okay? We've got a great opportunity, y'all. See every day that you go out into this crazy world an opportunity to talk about Jesus. That's what... Woo! Just checking. I just wanted y'all to know. As I read through the Acts, this is not the Acts of Peter and John or Paul or Stephen or any of them. These are the Acts of God in the lives of his people. 
And you know what? He's still active in his people's lives. Don't miss it. You'll miss some of the greatest things if you're not paying attention. Pray with me. God, thank you for today and just for doing cool things around us and in us and God, using us for your kingdom. And God, I'm just grateful. Grateful for this gathering and grateful for the environment and the atmosphere that we get to share together. We can read about an incident in Peter and John's life that's been recounted in your word and, and not by accident, not because it was, uh, oh, this is one of the great things that Peter and John did. No. But God, you were at work in the lives of your people and incredible things were happening and lives were changing and, and God, you, you, you've given that to us over these 2,000 years of history so that we, we might read about it and know more about who you are and how you work and how you want to work in our lives and use us. So God, help us not to miss it. God, help us to seek your face. Help us to be willing and available to be the vessels of good news that we might preach and teach and live Jesus to the world around us. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.